2: Patrick Maher live from the visa studios here at the South point. Of course, we head out to new lost freaking Vegas for the first time in over two and a half years to welcome in my guy, Michael, look at the picture. Here this is uh, now. Now here I got to sit. Go. B- I got to sit next to a young Ryan Gosling. All of a sudden, oh, so this yeah. is going to be awkward. But Michael Lombardi, how it's, are you? It is so
3: good to be here. It's Patrick. A pleasure. Yeah, it's great to be here. I, I, I'm excited to meet you and to be in the studio and talk without having the back and forth. I mean, we we obviously, you know, there's somebody missing. Bill Berman's obviously shout to so Bill he, Berman he's not here. But uh, you know, we're going to get through this today. I think we're going to try to get through it, right? So we we, we should post. It. We got a picture. The first time we've met
2: was about seven minutes ago. We got a picture to documents stuff was all over it live capturing the whole stage but again the one question i'm asked all the time about the lombardi line is uh well they just they obsess over michael lombardi and say what about me yeah. and then no, no they don't th- even my true. even That's my own true. father trust That's me even my own dad <laughs> That's th- not true. i can't believe they let you do a show with that guy uh so the <laughs> so then the other question is the chemistry uh, did
3: you guys know each other before you did the show i said we hadn't even met since we've done the show together right. no i mean this is the first time we've actually met which is. Has been great, and it's only going to get better. I it, mean, I'm so excited for the season. That's why I'm excited to come out here and to, to, to be part of the show with you, and it's only going to get better. It's we only are, going to get better We better.
2: are going into year three. Year three. Full season. That? That's insane. And every year it gets bigger and bigger. Of course, Nesson, we were just watching the Patriots. We'll get to them in just a little bit. Nesson, we added Marquee last year, Sports Network in the Midwest there in Chicago. We continue. We've got some surprises
3: on the horizon for the Lombardi line as we continue to grow it's just awesome it is really and and we're going to be back in the book Patrick I got Thomas Gables got us TGZ. all set up in the, TGZ's in the book so we'll be back in the book and hopefully we'll help you uh, make some money and and see if we can kind of handle that college program and then go right into the pros and <laughs> yes.
2: more specifically for year three of the Lombardi line berm cam is coming yeah, I don't that'll be tremendous. <laughs> he's
3: all upset because I turned off all my equipment in my office. I think he literally wanted to go sneak in there and kind of appear on air. I think he's like, but now he can't figure out how to turn it on, which is perfect. Ken! You know? <laughs> Paging Ken! we oh, yeah. got to get the When camp. Ken comes back, it's going to get ugly. It's so,
4: it, get
2: ugly. It is, It's a thrill to have Michael Lombardi in studio. He's going to be here tomorrow. He's going to be here Saturday.
3: Uh, we've got Sunday, too. I'll be here you're going to be here Sunday? Sunday. Then after a Sunday, I'm going to fly back home and get ready for the season. So... Be great. And by the way, nothing says the arrival of Michael
2: Lombardi and Millie Lombardi like a text I got from Brian Musburger. I haven't heard from Brian, who owns the company in years. We love Brian. But he said, uh, I got to talk to you. And he hushed text said, we're going to the Italian American social club for, my, for Michael, for Michael Lombardi's we? arrival in Why Las Vegas. We? Would you like to join? He said, F yeah, I'd like to
3: join. That would, that sounds amazing. But going to be there. The squad's going to be there. Why wouldn't we do that? that is, I mean, Sinatra founded the club in 1960. He did. Yeah. Have you read the, have you read the bar Yeah. Sinatra founded the club in the sixties. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm I mean, excited too. You know, it'll be fun. Here, it'll be here's Berman checking in.
2: Okay. Just ignore. <laughs> So, uh, as we as we welcome you, and again, it's a thrill to have Michael here. We, we were just looking up, so maybe we can get into this a little bit. Yeah. We were looking at practice. And the question right now I see is, should Mac Jones start week one? And obviously, <sighs> a wrench has been thrown into the Patriots' plans because of Cam.
3: Can we first start off with what we know about Cam? Well, I, I, apparently Cam, you know, obviously he has in that non-vaccination. This is by, not by sourcing, but this is by... Dr. Process,
2: Cousins is his cousin. Is his, ...process is his of
3: elimination... He took a test that wasn't authorized by the COVID people in the National Football League, which is where the misunderstanding quote came from, and which then had to put him on on uh, what had to put him on uh, the COVID list for five days. Okay. He doesn't have COVID; he just had to be removed from the team. Today, he's back at practice, so he'll be back at practice today. And he'll get reps. Today will be a situational work day there. Uh, They're not going to be in pads. Yesterday was really the busy day in terms of the physicality and really working through it. They did two-minute. And, you know, Mac has looked looked good all summer. I mean, let's be real clear. I mean, I think Zach Wilson and Mac Jones have been the two most impressive young quarterbacks that we've seen this summer. Mac has a command. It was great, though. Patrick, I was at the University of Arizona for three days. So I'm sitting there. And, and I'm working with their personnel department, kind of helping them. And they're coaching me up on things. And so they have this thing called huddle, right? And so they can, just, like, they can just go through. So we started watching high school tape on all these kids. So Mac Jones coming out in high school. Fascinating story, right? So this is just the power of perception, right? So he's got central Florida, south Florida, and basically that's about it. That's right. And then Lane Kiffin comes through Jacksonville. Now he and he's at this really affluent school in Jacksonville. Okay. They're going to build a 125 million dollar complex, athletic complex at this high school. Wow. Okay. So we, obviously he's at an affluent school, uh, and 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 Lane Kiffin comes through and sees him, and then he gets him to come to Alabama's camp. And when he when Nick watches him throw at their camp, that's when they offer him. But when you watch his high school tape, he looks exactly the way he did at Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the way it is. It's smart. It's accurate. We watched Patrick Mahomes' tape from high school. Yeah, exactly the way it is. Watch Trey Lance's tape. You know, Trey Lance's. You know, Trey Lance only throws fastballs. He doesn't know how to throw a changeup right. right now, so he doesn't get that. So it was fun to watch this. Zach Wilson, I would say, was as impressive as any high school kid I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, unbelievable unbelievable he could throw it he it was on a dime and he had one offer he had BYU he tried to get UCLA to come on him and UCLA was in when they had that D, the other kid that they have starting now i think it's what DTG or something the the initials of that guy yeah yeah you know so they had him and and but my point to the Mac Jones is is these kids and Trevor Lawrence's tape was a lead above all of them like, it was yeah, a well, level. he's on another level. And so – but my point here is, is that what you're seeing in high school, you typically will see with these guys when they get to the pros. Just
2: the consist- – like, that's why you've always pointed out what happened with Allen from his second year to his third year in the pros, let alone in college. There's been this jump. You're telling me the consistency for Mac – Mac is the player right now we're seeing in practice on the screen in front of us that he was when you were watching him in high school. No doubt. The accuracy was there. It was
3: perfectly accurate. Yeah. And he had, and he had the ability to move around the pocket. He had the way to make – he wasn't athletic. In terms of it didn't look pretty, but he got it done. So, you know, as that relates to it. now, we know. I think most of the books have taken off. Who's going to start quarterback for the prop? Right. I think yeah. that's come off because there's the uncertainty. But I think we're Belichick, and we talked about this last week. This where does he if he starts Mac? Where does he go if Mac struggles? That's right. And then what does he do? Now we know this. Mac can run the Tom Brady offense. That's what Mac can do. So that makes Josh McDaniels, the offense coordinator of the Patriots, more comfortable because he's back to running what he wants to run. Whereas Cam runs a version of that, but more quarterback runs in different style of offense. So there's the dilemma. What are they, do they want to go all in? And then what happens, with, what happens with Cam if they start Mac? How do they handle all that? And it's a long season. Uh, I initially thought it was definitely going to be Cam, this five-day problem. And what Mac did yesterday, throwing 18 straight completions and That's running, the, running the two-minute drill like it was no big deal, makes me think that there's pause for concern.
2: Is there is there a similarity between what the Shanahan's dealt with years back with RG3? Remember, they then drafted Cousins, but the Shanahan Good offense point. was yeah. curtailed around RG3. Yeah. Maybe it's not the chasm's not as deep as it would be, because Mac can move around a little bit. I think it's a little overstated. Right, Mac's just not
3: going to run the ball. But yeah. I think I think what your point is 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 you you know one offense is a little slower and deliberate. It. The other offense with Mac is going to be more up-tempo. They can get to no huddle quicker. Right. They can do more things with what they want to be able to accomplish. And their skill set. Like yesterday they had Juno Smith on. Hey, uh, Hunter Henry was still in a, in a red jersey. He's not 100% healthy, clear to play. So, look, you know they're going to play the Dolphins week one. The Dolphins gave up eight-point yards per attempt last year in the passing game. They struggled to cover. They could cover the Patriots last year because the Patriots didn't have any receivers to get right. open. This year is going to be a whole different story. And you take a look
2: there, uh, Michael, i still, it's, a, it's insane. like the, so when I'm doing the show with you, you're right there. You see yeah. the, the screen right in front of us. So it's wild to look over and see Michael, but you see nine and a half as far as the season win total seven win team last year with the Patriots, more holdouts than anybody issues across the board. Still seven wins. Remember, they had started to come on with a few wins in a row, then late they kind of fell apart. Cam, no preseason last year. I I love the over nine and a half, and I'm generally not a backer of the Patriots, but I love it. You take a look. Let's throw up that uh, week one, Steph. Week one, the Dolphins are in town at the Patriots. The Patriots tend to struggle when they go down to Miami, Yeah. but here comes the Dolphins, and the Patriots are laying three in a total of
3: 45. Right, and you know, we have, you know, Josh McDaniels knows Josh Boyer, right? Josh Boyer, the defense Coordinator of the Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores, the head coach. There's a lot of familiarity within that. The scheme offensively, I don't think, will change much, even though Eric Studs Studsville and 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 uh, uh I forget his name, is the co-offensive coordinators in Miami. Yep. they will definitely uh George Gotze, they will definitely handle it. I, I think this is gonna be a game where it's gonna be different than the preseason. They will rush, they will rush to it differently. And I think that they're going to try to find a way to get to Byron Jones or the, whoever the third corner is. They're going to try to find a way to expose them. And can these guys cover the tight ends? Now, the Patriots have a hard time covering Gillespie. There's no doubt. They do. Mm-hmm. And they have a hard time covering Parker, too. That's been that's been their Achilles heel every time they played Miami. So, from Pat's camp, and I think you were there for a couple of the joint
2: practices with the Eagles yeah. to Jed Fish in Arizona where there's some good juice with Jed. I think that's going to end up being a good hire with yeah. Jed Fish, who was kind of under the radar as far as that uh, really program. Really
3: remarkable what he's done there. I mean, I mean, they revamped their whole football facility within a matter of four months. I mean, they they put $6 million into their football facility based on raising money. I mean, look, Arizona should be quarterback university, right? They should be able to go out and get one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Great weather, Pac-12, right? They should be able to do that. They haven't really done that. Kevin Sumlin wasn't able to get that accomplished. Jed's going to have to do that. Look, let's face it. No matter what we do in sports, if you don't get the quarterback fixed, you're done. You're done. If you don't get
2: to, and, and, and that's what, and that's why I think I, I heard somebody talking about the Patriot quarterback situation. Is it the worst in football? I kind of <laughs> think there's something, I think there's sneaky, something good about that situation. Cause I think Mac is in a perfect spot. You've talked often about how players love
3: cam. You know Cam.
2: It, 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 there's a misnomer about Cam as far as his personality.
3: Coaches and players love him. Yeah, they do. And and he's he's a tremendous person. I mean, the perception media wise to who Cam really is as a person is completely different. But yeah, I mean, this is a hard decision for Belichick because he's got he knows the long term answer. It's what's the short term answer. Yeah.
2: Nope, hundred percent. And the short-term answer for the Lombardi line is Bill Berman sent in a picture of the empty office. Look at look at. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we got an, he, <laughs> The empty office he, chair. He, he wants to. He wants to get in there. He's dying to get in there and get on television. Like you know, it's like he's going to try to. I'm surprised he hasn't hired some some computer nerd to come in there. How do I get this thing organized here? Would you Would you
2: say how would you quantify the energy? At pay, with the Patriots organization right now? Is it, it look, 100, $165 million in free agency. It feels like a new team.
3: Right, there's a rebirth because why? What, what gives you hope, right? What sells, our, our model used to sell, tell me this all the time. You know, kid, we sell hope in this business. And when what brings more things to hope than anything? A quarterback. Yeah. If you have a quarterback who can play, if you have a guy that can legitimately play, and can't and obviously, Mac's going to have to do it in pro football. Right now, he's done it in preseason. But if you have a quarterback that can play, you have all the hope you need. You have all the hope you need. And I think that's the renewed level in New England's camp. They have finally have a quarterback with hope. Did they think he was – now we're getting a little into the weeds. Did
2: they think he was falling? Because you, you kept on harping on this, and I loved it. When we started hearing quotes – not to bring Tua into this, I apologize, Tua. But when we started hearing quotes from Mac's teammates – Across the board, uniform. Yeah. They like they, they like playing with with Mac better than Tua. They yeah. weren't being disrespectful to Tua. Did you? the New England Patriots feel as though Mac could fall to
3: them in the draft? I don't. You know that's the brilliance of Belichick. I would have been, I would have panicked. I would have gone up and got him. Right. That's what I mean. Because I, I, I thought he was. You know, as I know, I would thought he was. I really think when you watch Mac Jones, you see Kyle. <laughs> I know it's it's incredible. I mean, you could that you know. accuracy. Quick decision-making. You see a better athletic matchup is what you see. 100%. You see that. But, you know, he went with the Trey Lance and see where it's going to go. But Trey Lance isn't going to start. Did you see yesterday? Oh, I mean, Did you see Jimmy G's interview yesterday smiling what and What did he say? Jimmy G says, well, I think I know who's going to be the starter. And he smiled and oh. smirked. <laughs> like, I know Jimmy pretty well. Jimmy's pretty – pretty. Jimmy knows he's the starter. I mean, Kyle's already told him. Jimmy's
2: not – unintelligent, but people have said that he's a little bit of just – he's Jimmy. He's,
3: he lives a, through the raindrops. How do we he's say that? Like, like your son. Yeah, he's a little bit like my son Matthew. He lives through the raindrops. Nothing bothers him. He'll throw a pick. It ain't going to bother him. He'll come right back. But he's – you know, for where they are as a football team in San Francisco, for anybody suggest suggest that Trey Lance, after watching him in the first two preseason games, if anybody thinks he's ready to play, you're crazy. I almost texted you. People were going nuts about Lance – in preseason game
2: number two, I thought he looked terrible. He
3: was I thought he skittish until, in the pocket. Until he got to the second group where it was the game That's slowed right. down. When the game slowed down for him, and then he got better. Now, look, you know, he's going to take some time. We we know this. He got didn't play enough in college football, right? So let's not rush his development. I'm not saying he's going to be a buzz. physically. He's a freak. I but, mean, he looks great. I mean, whoever put money down for him to be the MVP of the league, <laughs> it's a St. Jude's pick. And I got Will Hill texting me. Did you Nuh-uh. see this guy? Yeah. Did you see this guy put MVP down for a I mean, like that's you're. With me. So he's going to be better than. <laughs> so he's going to be better than Aaron Rodgers, right? He's going to be better than Patrick Mahomes, right. He's going to be better than name two other. Trey Lance is going to be better than those guys in his first year. Like we're it's hard. The NFL's hard.
2: Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, Will Hill texting. Where, yeah. where is Will? By the way, yeah. I mean te- he's texting me what he's having for appetizers yesterday. Uh, uh, I, no, but in your point about he feels like Mac Jones feels like a Shanahan quarterback. The Shanahans were obsessed with Kirk Cousins. They are. This is to me Mac Jones is a little higher ceiling than what you're getting with Kirk Cousins. So isn't that the player that they? That's the that's the
3: whole facsimile of what they wanted. I mean they just and it's gonna look. I think I think this Trey Lance will look like a completely different player next summer. He okay. will look like 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 next summer. If you want to bet him for MVP, go ahead. I don't think it's... If probably- Jimmy G's healthy, does he start 17? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Jimmy I think G. Jimmy G's going to be the starter. Now, if he gets hurt or they stumble. But you can't, look, you can't go to the line of scrimmage and run three plays in the line and get Trey Lance to think about it. Okay, I, wait a minute. The over front, they just slid to an under. Now, okay, do I got to run? Man. It's it's too fast. The game's moving way too fast. And he didn't play in the SEC either. When we come
2: back, Michael Lombardi in studio here on the Lombardi line. We got a quarterback in Denver and one in Jacksonville. We'll get to that next here on v the Sports Betting Network.
4: All
2: right, football season right around the corner. Of course, BetMGM has it all. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com. And if you're in town here like the Lombardi, stop by any MGM casino, bring your state-issued ID, you're ready to bet. King of sportsbooks, visit BetMGM for terms and conditions 21 years or older. Located in Nevada, gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. My man, you can go to app and Live. got a picture of the introduction of me and my guy, Michael Lombardi, as we welcome you back here on v Sin. Let's go ahead and throw the ring. I mean, this thing, it? it's like it's its engulfing the room yeah, here. Like, uh, as we Let's go ahead and zoom in on that one. This is what ring is this one for this you, Michael from Lombardi?
3: This is when we beat Atlanta 28 to 3. I heard about that one. Yeah. It's that got one. 283 diamonds in it. No kidding. Yeah.
2: So. And uh, so Mr. Kraft did it right, and he, he also have you you have the Kraft Nikes on as well. I yeah, saw
3: they're good. They're always well. You wear blue, you got to wear the Kraft Nikes with them. I mean, <laughs> well, come on, you know, everybody
2: knows that. Yeah, I mean, come Every, on. everybody knows let's it. Do it. Let's
3: that, do it right. That that must uh, that must garner
2: some attention because that thing is huge. Yeah, I put it in my pocket when I leave here. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, Michael Lombardi in studio. Steph's here. Jeff's here. We got the whole squad. Uh, we were just discussing the Patriots. Um, it appears there's some drama in Jacksonville. Yeah. First off, Daryl bevel's getting killed. He should not be on Twitter because his offense in the preseason is getting killed. Uh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence was named the starter. Michael. Lombardi. R- shocking. Right. I know that, that surprises you. Yeah. Really. And apparently
3: good- everybody hates urban. You know, I, I, I mean, I look at Pete Prisco has this report. He used to be the beat writer down there. And for me, look, who are they? Like they haven't won anything. Nothing. Last ten years, they're the worst football franchise in in the league. I mean, like, come on, you're gonna complain about it? It's like, it's like Cassius Marsh complaining about the Patriots. Like, you've been on eight teams, Cassius Marsh. Like, seriously, what are you complaining about? Like, you can't even make a team. You say they have no fun, right? Like, like, what are you guys complaining about in Jacksonville? You haven't won anything. Right. Like, it's not easy. Like, it's not easy. It's like John Kennedy said when he spoke at the Rice University on August the 12th, 1962. He said, "We go to the, we choose to go to the moon." because it's hard. We choose to win in the NFL because it's hard. Yeah, Like, it's a hard thing to do. And if you're going to complain about your coach after two preseason games, now look, I think there's stuff to complain about, right? I don't think there's any doubt. Their offense is not very good. I think they've got too many chefs in the kitchen. Brian Schottenheimer, Daryl Bevel. You've got Joe Cullen on defense. you got my man, uh, Charlie Strong, who's a former head coach. Like, yeah. there's a lot of personalities. Yeah. like a lot of mixtures. And then, and then the biggest problem is, Urban, you got to be the chief figure-out officer. Are you going to solve the problems, Urban? Can you solve it? Can you walk into the room and say, hey, Daryl, I want to run this. I don't want to run that. I want to do this. College coaches, they don't do that. They get away from the game. And so the, this is a technical sport, the NFL. you got to be able to walk in the room as a head coach, if you're not a play caller, and say, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to handle it. I think it's going to be a challenge. And they've got to make the quarterback. look. The, the, the first preseason game. Against, against the Browns backups, they struggle to block them. They struggle. That I mean, offensive line is dreadful. Yeah, he got, and this is what they, they claim their fame to. I mean, the great David Caldwell, David Blaine Caldwell, who's now in Philadelphia. I mean, it's just like a poorly constructed football team. And here's the shocking as being a part of a betting network. They're favorite in Houston. I know. Has that line moved? They're six and a half on the winter.
2: They won one game last year. That number, uh, I'll, I'll give it to you right now. They opened the season, the Jacksonville Jaguars in Houston. By the way, I just say this, 4,000, right around 4,025. If Lawrence doesn't get hurt, he's going to be great. He is, and there you see it, three still. They're laying at the field. Jags shouldn't be laying three to anybody. Jags are better. I mean, they wouldn't be laying three to Alabama. <laughs>
3: I mean, seriously. I mean, that is disp- – I mean, they got their, their whole thing in the secondary is bad, right? They, they want to blitz. They want to run Baltimore scheme. Think about this now. They want to run Baltimore scheme, which you know if you run Don Martindale's scheme in Baltimore, you've got to be able to play good at corner. you got to be able to hold up a corner. If you can't hold up a corner, it's going to be challenging. They can't hold up a corner. I mean, I know they shine Griffin, the kid from Seattle, but he's a cover three corner. He's not a man-to-man corner. Right. So you've got to be able to hold up. And I, and I just think to me – This six and a half, to get to seven wins to cash your check, that's a lot. Now, I do think the over total on Lawrence, because here's what I will predict. They'll be behind in a lot of games. Marvin Jones Jr. is going to pop with him as well. But they're going to be behind in games. He's going to gain 250 yards throwing the ball in the second half.
2: Etienne's out. Right. They And by the way, just a quick note, this is jumping all over the place, but M- Michelle has signed with Los Angeles. We'll get to that story in a little bit, what he means. But I agree. He's going to be just – there's going to be a lot of garbage pickups in the end. Uh, but Jags laying three at the Texans. Vinny Maliulo is going to be – are you guys still sitting on three? Three? three. Six? Vinny – Okay, we 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 will. I mean it's just look, the Texans have looked okay in the preseason, but again, we always caution it is the preseason. You said and thirty seconds Vinny's gonna join. You said Urban looked a little detached he on did. the sideline. Didn't he, he look looked a little confused. bit? Yeah, he looked confused. He, he, he it just, looked like
3: it was hard for him. He looked like, what am I doing here? Yeah, like this is this is not look, can we get can we get Akron on the schedule next week? <laughs> That's what it, that, that was his look. Can yeah. we get he Akron? Wanted some, he wanted some action. Yeah, can we get Akron? He you did. know, maybe we could play, you know, I wouldn't even say North. Western
2: the SEC of bookmakers Vinnie Maliulo joins us next right here on the Lombardi line It's the perfect time, Veasan Pro Football Betting Guide. We got the football contest strategy. That's the most. Listen, this thing's so cool. I was going through it. We just dropped it yesterday. It's insane. It's 1999. Veasan expert hosts win loss uh, season awards, but the football contest strategy. Everybody's getting into these contests, and they've got the strategy in the football betting guide, which is tremendous. Veasan.com/slash subscribe for. The guide, again, it's 19.99. If you go there, you can get the college football betting guide and the pro football betting guide for, on a discount right now. So Just go vcin.com slash subscribe as a tandem. We welcome you back. Speaking of the tandem, the boys are together. I'm here with Michael Lombardi. Of course, this is the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome in. Hey, look at that try shot there. It looks good Trifenda. here on vcin. Esports <laughs> betting network. We welcome in from behind the book, Vinny Maliulo here at the South Point. Uh, he's the best, and we say hi, Vin, How are you? Good. Good to be with you guys in Good person. To you, great yeah, to it's have been Michael. Two years what here. do you think it's about the insane. guy being here? The love big it. guy.
3: It's, Absolutely love it's it. Been it's two great. years since I've been here. I think the last time I was here was right right before I went to Australia. Uh, it was in the summer, and mm-hmm. that was when that was when. That was the beginning of MVP Mitch having tremendous <laughs> okay. liability. Yeah, that was when we had tremendous liability. He, on he looked like an MVP. He did, Just yeah. ask the Bears. All oh, the Bears fans were just going, <laughs> "Oh my goodness!" Yeah. Oh. The, the liability
2: this year now has switched to MVP Trey. MVP Trey Lance at BetMGM right. one twenty-five to one. Yeah. MVP. I guess they have some liability over there. I guess. I mean, uh, are you taking anything it, on it? that? Yeah.
5: No. Not. Not. not there's nothing like uh, the uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, <laughs> that that trade was coming. <laughs> That was town, stealing bro. money. That was this, that that
3: that almost ago. That almost became the Lufthansa heist for you. Yeah. <laughs> <It was. laughs>
2: what? Uh, so, uh, it, as we get ready for football season, of course, got week zero, mm-hmm. which I know you hate uh, oh. or don't like to call it week it's zero. A, I think,
5: first of all, can we I, again? I have to, I explained this to humans yesterday. That's not zero. It's an oh. It's a. Oh, for one, is that what it is? Yeah, I still, that's what I say. Who, why why,
3: are we, why isn't is week is it week one? Why isn't it week one?
5: That's what I right. Who came up with this week zero and who said, "Hey, that's a great idea"? Let's <laughs> why, do because it? we only want like, <laughs> right?
3: to. It's like I mean, I get you don't want to have a 13th floor in a hotel, right. okay? So we'll okay. eliminate 13, <laughs> right? right? Just, so we'll go from 12 right. to 14. But do we I, not want to have a se- yeah. 17 week season? Is that I, what we want to do? Don't know. Like week, week zero, or are we going to eliminate week 13? Obviously, we're going to do that. I don't know.
2: Hey, Vin, just random. Did you lose your sport jacket on the way in? Yeah, I did.
5: I <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to check. I to leave it for you because uh, I, you, you keep forgetting it. it. So th- you, maybe uh, get Parles over there. i uh, get Parles uh, yeah, off they, the they, rack. Yeah, that'll fit you well. <laughs>
2: hey, uh, quickly on Jags-Texans, um, do, do you understand our consternation, our surprise? Uh, for the first week. Yeah, for, for week one well, with the
5: Jags Lane three. It's interesting uh, because so week one numbers have been up for several months, right? right. which is contributes to uh, one of the main contributing factors to why week one of the regular season is such a, a heavily bet week because you've got the entire spring and summer, uh, you get four uh, months to book the events. But believe it or not, this number has not really gone too crazy. We opened at two and a half, and there was a lot more uncertainty then about – uh, Deshaun Watson, right. nobody knew what was, you know, it, it kind of looked that it was trending to where it is now. We Obviously, he's probably not, he's, not playing. Apart, he's not playing. Um, but it, it has not gone through th- uh, three. It's been at three for quite some time. Now, the question yesterday came up, and, and obviously today you're saying, well, you think it'll go through the three. Um, after last week's, and, you know, because it's not like the Jags have lit things up either, no. right? So, uh, in fact, we did see money come in on the Jags under. Uh, six and a half wins after after last Makes week. Makes sense. I mean, uh, you lost so, that performance, uh, but I, so you know, no real shock here, right? If if this number moves for week one, it'll probably come down unless there's other injuries, unless something yeah. you know else develops that's unforeseen. But in all likelihood, it'll come down before it uh, before it goes the, up. The game I want to talk to you about is, mm-hmm. I watch Pittsburgh,
3: and I've not been big on Big Ben, and I'm not big on their team, but then I watch Ben throw it. Mm-hmm. And I watch Ben, he's under center more, which is what he has to be. He mm-hmm. can't be in shotgun for 500 throws mm-hmm. because you get the crap beat out of him. But that line's at seven for for week one. Week one. Yeah, against Steelers Buffalo. at Bills. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that line was at six and a half, it tweaked to seven. And I mean, that's a lot of points to me with the Steelers, who are typically really good defensively. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to run the ball. Buffalo's going to have to throw it 50 times in the game because Buffalo doesn't want to run the ball anyway. Right, right. I mean, Buffalo mm-hmm. don't want to run it anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brian Dayball called 50 passes. I mean, look, we just go back to the go back to the the Colts game when they just what was mm-hmm. it the Colts game? They no the Chief game. Chief. They threw it every play mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah. So I think that's a little high of a number. Well, uh, I thought it would come back a little bit based on the way Ben looked. In that preseason. Now, I know it was Detroit. No disrespect, Patrick. No, thank you. But I thought it would come back a little bit that way. Did we get to 7.5 on that one?
5: Uh, We've not gotten to 7.5 here. Uh, You may see it out there. Uh, We we, uh, opened at 6 here at South Point and went to 6.5. They laid to 6.5 and and now sitting at 7. It's been at 7 for... Uh, a, couple, a couple of weeks now, actually. So I think a lot of folks are going to take a wait-and-see approach now with this week because, as you indicated, Michael, some some teams are treating this as dress rehearsal. The Bills are one of them, right? right. That McDermott has made it pretty clear that this is more of a dress rehearsal week for them. Um, you've got two extremes going on, right? Be- right. Because uh, you know, the Steelers are not, not going to play uh, ones or twos, it seems. Right. So So they're not – um, so if, if this, will this go to seven, seven and a half is probably a take by more uh, professionals. Oh, yeah. you, you, I mean, I'm yeah. only seeing six and a half besides if, seven. If this gets yep. to seven and a half, you're going to get a ton of steel. No, no, there's, there's no question. There's no way that's you know? going and to And again, no. remember got, you know, pros, professionals, they'll bet in numbers. It's not like they're going to say, oh, I, I love the steel." They're betting numbers at right. that point. So. Uh, But before
3: this kicks off, Mm -hmm. this will be six and a half. It could be six and a half. I think Michael's right
5: because I'm seeing
2: sevens, but the books that are popping up with a different number are six and a half right now with the Steelers Mm -hmm. at the Bills week one. It's a one o'clock opener, 50 and a half on the total bin.
5: Yeah. That's uh, that's exactly uh, where – that total has not moved, actually.
3: Yeah, so. it's it's remarkable, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think to me, it, just looking over the preseason, it, again, we're not going to rush to judgment, but there are certain numbers, especially we've seen this where the, the betting has the, – these the 49er-Detroit game. There's been a lot of action on those because the numbers are so damn high. Mm-hmm. And we know week one is so God darn unpredictable.
5: Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it, it's – Again, not only is it um, one of the higher betting regular season weeks, and again, mainly because of the, the amount of time that you've got, but there's so much buildup too, right? And people will react to what they see in some of the preseason games. Uh, or, or they don't see in some of the preseason games. Too. You're going to make so, me bet Detroit yeah. at seven and a half in Week One. Right? Probably, yes. I mean, that I is, think yeah. there'll be a
3: lot of people. I on think that. I, I think there'll be a lot I, yeah. of people on that home uh, game. I think you know the other one's going to go. We touch this when we come back from the mm-hmm. break, but
5: uh, I think a lot of people going to be on the Raiders. Oh, the, the Raider t- again. Let's remember this. It's here. It's home. has been a way, Raider town. Uh, there'll be a lot of support. This team for the is Raiders. picking up some steam in town. Oh, yeah. I'm serious. No. People are starting to get into they got this juice. They, they got
2: juice. They got juice, man. How My about man. Michael takes it to break here? How about yeah. Michael Lombardi? We got Vinny coming back. Michael, you want to kick it to no, break? No, I, I, you're good at that. <laughs> How I about you, Vin? No. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, during the break you'll find a jacket. When we come back, Vinny <laughs> <laughs> Dallas, Tampa Bay. Where's that number sitting to kick off the season?
5: First of all.
2: MGM 100 100s. The code. You bet a hundred. You bet a dollar, you win a hundred. There you go, Steph. The Dodgers, Padres, either team hits a home run tonight. Again, one dollar wins you a hundred. Use the bonus code VEASAN100. New subscribers. It's going to happen. You will win the hundred dollars. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. A new customer offer. Terms and conditions, BetMGM.com. Must be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling issue as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. Thrilled to be here with you. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios at the South Point. I generally say we head out to Jersey and say hi to Michael Lombardi. But he, luckily, is sitting right next to us. He and Millie made it safely into Vegas. We're going to hit the bada bing a little yeah, bit later tonight, the social there club. You,
5: there you go. That's right. The Italian-American. By the way, uh, Father uh, Patrick, I did find <laughs> the jacket. Father Patrick, yes. <laughs> you, uh, look good. you look good, man. Well, listen. You run a tight <laughs> ship. Whose jacket is that? I feel like I'm back in parochial school. Yeah. I, I mean, mean you think know. about it. Did you have the clip-on ties in parochial school? No, no clip-on. No, no. Did you no. have had to wear a tie, but no clip-ons. I May I just court. say to Bill A.D., I, know, I regulated. You we did. have jackets across uh, the board. Did. I, I got to get a haircut, too, before yeah. the next show, according <laughs> to it a is a little, shop it, right around geez, the
2: corner, here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it is a little fluffy on the side. I, you know? Know. I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say <laughs> God, anything.
5: <what> <laughs>
2: so the Prescott news jumped this number up to eight at a, a couple of books, mostly seven and a half. So let's start there. Nine, nine. That's Thursday to start the season. Dallas at Tampa Bay. We can get Michael's take on what's happening with the quarterback situation. But Vinny, you want to talk about the machinations of this number? Which opened six and a half at most shops.
5: Yeah, six and a half here uh, at South Point, uh, late to six and a half, late seven, seven and a half, this uh, all the way up to eight. And I think it's got a lot to do with uh, some uncertainty, pri- primarily with with Dak Prescott. I no think no that's the perception uh, right now. Now, the, the Buccaneers have not looked particularly good uh, in the preseason, but I, I don't think that's. Yeah. They, they haven't really played uh, their I think regulars. Uh, I, I think they're going to be more than okay simply because uh, not only do they bring everybody back, but they enticed some others uh, to, to, to join them. And, uh, you know, you talk about a, a team on a mission. Now, uh, tough to repeat, tough to win, and then uh, even tougher to repeat. But fact of the matter is when you look at this, the home, the home team on, the, uh, on a primetime game to kick things off always gets uh, support. Pros uh, uh, are going to wait to see if this number gets any higher uh, before they jump in uh, on it. It'll be Cowboy money, though. Uh, by I think if off you off don't,
3: if you like this, you take it right now. This is coming back to seven. I think it is. You think so? Yeah, because here, why? Uh, look, Tampa's a good team, but if you can block Tampa, you can throw the ball. Tampa's going to have a hard time matching up to these Cowboys receivers. Now, hmm. I think Vinny's absolutely correct. Is this number is reflective of Dak? And the only Mm -hmm. thing I would say is they haven't been in any sense of urgency to get a backup quarterback. They haven't brought anybody. They got my man Fannucci in there. They got, you know, Garrett Gilbert. And, then of course, they got Cooper Rush. All of them, this number would go to 10 if they immediately announced the starter. But I think that them not doing that tells you that they think Dak could be okay. Yeah. If Dak's okay, you're going to get backdoor covered in this game at eight.
5: Our it's, anticipation is –
3: It's heavy if Dak's okay. I agree. I, I, You're going to get back to Our anticipation
5: covered. is that he is going to play. I, I, I think he's game. going to play. So. He
3: threw today. They said he threw fine. I was talking to somebody on Tuesday, and they said he's going to play. He should be fine. I mean, the Cowboys offensively will be good. Defensively is going to be the concern. Whether right. Dan Quinn can get this rush. I mean, DeLar, we haven't seen Grant play. We haven't seen Randy Gregory. I mean, they're going to play. I, I think the kid they drafted, Makai Parsons, in the first round will help. Look, they're going to be able to put some pressure on Brady. And you know, force Brady to have Mm -hmm. to make. I think eight's a really steep number. Yeah, and I just would. I would worry about a backdoor cover here. Yeah, I would worry that because the one thing the Cowboys can do is throw the football effectively. Yeah, I think Michael nailed it with the lack of
2: urgency to go get Minshew or somebody else. Just uh, that was the tell. Yeah, and I think the
5: other part of it is let's remember this. the Cowboys, by the time this this game goes, they'll have four games, right? Four right. preseason games. I and mean, we talked about the Steelers, the same thing, right? And there's, I think, a little bit more. And plus, they get so much coverage, the Cowboys, let's face it, right? Jerry Jones, everything that's going on with the Cowboys. So... Um, you know, uh, we'll come down the ladder the way we get, went up the ladder uh, from six and a half to eight, and uh, come back down. as uh, folks about the Cowboys. I'm surprised
3: that so it, it went. I mean, I get the news on Dak drove this number. I, I I think that that's, and I think a lot of this could be, you know because of the overreaction mm-hmm. to Dak. And I think it's going to eventually have to come back once, once there's a sense that Dak's not on the injury port is mm-hmm. doubtful. You know, I think it'll come back because I eight leads you to me. Do I think the bucks will win? Yeah, but I do think this should be a good game. Sure. And I think th- mm-hmm. I, I could see, I would thought this game would have stayed under the seven total.
2: It open six and a half all the way through the seven Vinny, through yeah. seven and a half up to eight. So that's where we sit right now. Cowboys bucks opening up the, do you like, do you two like the opener on a Thursday night?
5: I do. I yeah, love I it, do too, yeah. actually. Yeah. The, I love it. If you look at the three primetime games in week one, starting with this game, and then, of course, Sunday night, Bears-Rams, uh, which will be very heavily bet as well because the primetime games. Just, this Cowboys-Buccaneers kicks things off, so everything – Folks will be tying into it with parlays and teasers into their their week one Sunday selections. Sunday night, I always call it uh, uh, the G game, either to get out or gravy, you know, So, uh, (laughs) which is, again, uh, and and two popular teams, a lot of anticipation uh, with the Bears this year, right? We're we're seeing that, particularly with their quarterback situation. Uh, The Rams, uh, uh, very popular in the last uh, few years. And then, of course, Monday night here, Ravens-Raiders, which... I'll tell you, you know, in recent years we've we've had two, and we, from our side of the counter, love two Monday night games in week one. There's only one this year, but if there was going to be one, this, this is, is, is a great be one, one yeah. because it's here. Uh, Allegiant Stadium gets unveiled, uh, you know, w- with fans for the first time because folks couldn't go last year. Uh, but this will be a, a a very heavily bet game. By the way, uh, Raiders getting the attention here. We see it at Ravens four. We opened at uh, four and a half. I think there were. Higher numbers in some spots. I see spots. a couple
2: 4 and a halfs out there. Yeah, they're, they're, you know,
5: uh, this will be a, a, a great betting game. And uh, uh, Raiders. This one worries me for, interest here. for the Ravens. Their offensive line,
3: Ronnie Stanley hasn't played. Their offensive line, Villanueva, the kid they signed to be the right tackle, hasn't looked very good. The right side, Kevin Zeitler, you know, their, their offensive line is a little bit in disarray. And Lamar, what, what are they going to do offensively? I think that's going to be. The Raiders mm-hmm. will be a zone team, which will keep Lamar Jackson in front of them. You know, when you're a man team against Lamar, he can take off and run mm-hmm. for 40 in a second. So I do think that, and I think Gruden will move the football on Martindale's defense, because that's what they're really good at doing. And Gruden's good in opening games. He's going to hide some things. As we've learned from Gruden's career The longer the season goes, the less juice he has in his tank. He runs out of things, right? Mm -hmm. Early in the season, he's got a lot of good ideas and concepts that Mm -hmm. he kind of unveils on teams, and it catches them off guard. So I I wouldn't be – to me, the, the thing that worries me is I believe bad offensive lines don't travel well. And I'm not sure that the Ravens' offensive line will be bad at the end of the year, but they're bad right now. Well, and yeah. that's what makes this mm-hmm. to me. If it's over a field goal, I, I could see a lot of action coming in on the on Vegas, which it is. It's at four. Yep. Yeah,
2: the I want to have Michael, if you don't have the number in front of you, don't look Chicago Sunday night. Uh, Chicago I was going to bring this up. Chicago at the Rams. Where do you think it's sitting right now? I, I think it's seven and a half. It is seven yep. and a half. Couple books, seven still with undecided yep. quarterback as far as Chicago, but seven and a
3: half. Well, oh. first of all, you know, Sean McVay has practiced against this defense. You know, last year with Brendan Staley being his defensive coordinator. So, you know, Sean has such a unique ability. What Sean's really good at doing, what I think people don't understand, is Sean's really good at getting to the – looking at the opposing defensive huddle, seeing where they line up, and then notifying his quarterback about what he thinks we should call. And then having the right play against the right time. When Belichick played him in Super Bowl – this Super Bowl 53, I think it was – he came out with something completely different. Mm-hmm. And McVeigh wasn't really ready for it. And it took him a little while. And so when they broke the huddle, McVeigh really couldn't help Goff. He had him help him on the eighth play of the game. If he throws a touchdown pass, the game might be different, but he overthrows it. Right. But, the, but so now in this game, when McVay can help the quarterback and the quarterback's as talented as Stafford against the bears defense that we know has not looked very good, mm-hmm. even though they've played their guys this summer, mm-hmm. you know, and this is the healthiest the Rams are going to be all season. And the bears, again, bad lines don't travel. The bears have a bad offensive line with Andy Dalton, the quarterback, I think this is going to be a hard game. Now flavor in Raheem Morris, who's a really good blitzer, who understands how to attack protections, against Matt Nagy, who's not a great protection quarterback, and Juan Castillo is line coach. I think this number is – I could see why it's going there, Uh, and I would never be on the side of the Bears in this one, regardless of the number.
5: Vinny, you're going
2: to have a lot of teases from 4 o'clock to late night with the Rams bringing it down to point, point and a half.
5: Plenty of teasers. But, again, if you're going to tease and uh, if you could take a a 14-and-a-half uh, with with the Bears on in the first week because let, let's let's you
2: know they're going favorite though
5: well no there'll be more more favorite money and and again we opened at seven it's up to seven and a half the Bears are very familiar with Stafford right and Stafford is not as familiar with. Uh, his his team he hasn't played right, right? I mean you point. can it's practice is one thing Michael I mean I don't have to tell you 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 know better than than I that those reps with uh, under fire particularly against a defense like this is going to be interesting I think this though I think the first half first quarter and first half could be closer while the Rams try to get a rhythm uh so that's where I think if you're if you're looking uh, for uh any anything on the dog maybe take into consideration it might take a half for the Rams because stafford is is not going to take a preseason snap yeah but so. the, You know, it's funny, though, and I agree with you, Vinny, and I've asked every coach I've talked to this
3: summer, how does McVay do this? Mm-hmm. How does he get by with not practicing and having his team, and and everybody says it's kind of a unique thing. But what I do know about McVay is that when he's on that sideline and he's watching the huddle, he has a really good feel for what the defense has called based on the alignment of where the players go, Mm -hmm. and then he puts the quarterback in the perfect play. Now, the play clock clicks off at 25, but he's given that quarterback so much information that, that the, when the play snap, snapped, they don't really change. And unless you do what we call statues, which is basically you line up in one look – Right? You line up in one mm-hmm. look, and then you don't change. This is what you had to do against Peyton Manning. You had to line up in statues. You had to line up like you were in a cover two shell, and you had to do it the same, and you couldn't move. And then when eight seconds came down on the play clock, that's when you started to move because he couldn't change the play at that point. Right. So you think the process – oh, sorry, Michael, go ahead. No, I, I think that's where, to me, McVay is brilliant. And when you give him someone as that's talented right. as Stafford, you know, he was doing this with golf. And smart. For the processing of McVeigh
2: getting that information to Stafford who's 13 years in that is going to be lethal I, yeah. I, I, I think so Wait, what are you smiling at over there I like the Rams now I like Stafford Vinny okay. Vinny Maliulo the Vinny, south point you look great you do no you look clip sharp on ties I, I'm with you Vinny thank you clip on ties should have been outlawed Brother Michael we got yep. trades and also I got a question with for Michael about Joe Burrow next here v-sin